Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are on End Times Friday, and uh, this, good will, this will be airing, uh, I believe, the second week now of February, uh, as we're heading into your favorite month. Um, yes, love February. Yeah. And by the way, for anyone following uh, Josh and Emily, you know, we've talked about them moving into their new house. By the time this airs, Dan and I will officially have been empty nesters for a full week. So you <laughs> so, say. <laughs> so, so we so we say so we think we've yeah, thought that it. before right, right. Yeah, be careful be careful <laughs> in um, theory by the time this airs theory, we will have been empty nesters for a week <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool so they uh they did a pretty amazing job building that house oh it's been incredible yeah and it's been really fun to watch god leave every step of the way including we'll have to have them on to share all the fun stories along the way, but including even when to lock in on interest rates and stuff. He he just gave them alerts of the right timing and and has provided immensely and abundantly in the whole process. Um, so it's been really fun to watch. That's kind of, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's uh, fun. How are how are they get are they getting ready to enjoy it? I know they haven't quite moved in yet, but they're yes they will have moved in by the time we air this. But yes, are they? getting ready and enjoying it and looking uh, very excited. yeah very exciting so we go over they go over like once a week to to look at the progress and everything at this point and we've gone you know we probably go every couple weeks with them just to see it but it's looking beautiful they're getting excited making plans emily and i are having some shopping dates to look for decorations and <laughs> all of this but they've chosen things they it's a very well appointed house they've done a really good job and the setting is beautiful the lot that god had led them to sits up there on a cul-de-sac and it sits high up on a hill so you look over everything and they're on two and a half acres with beautiful trails behind it and uh, just really it's it's a cute house perfect for them um yeah yeah it's neat. God, God has led them well, so it'll be fun to see. I'm curious to see like who he brings. They'll be one of the first um, people in the neighborhood, so it'll be interesting to see who God puts around them and and what he has done just in choosing that place for them. You yeah. know. Yeah, we'll be going through this again um, right now. You know, Peter and Shira uh, actually live in our house. Um, mm -hmm. We have a whole different level with a kitchen and uh, a whole living area, so they. They basically live down down there, and we don't, you know, we don't have to, we don't see each other every day, but um, we get to see each other and be together and pray together. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, Aiden is there, is finishing his high school, and then of course he's going to Baylor, so he'll be gone. Um, right. So we'll be, you know, with uh, with him now uh, leaving, although Shira is still working uh, as a uh, head of the French department at at, at the right, high, at high school. Right. At his school, right? Was. Yeah. Yeah. So they got some they got some things to process in terms of you know his career with Lockheed and uh, where they because he's live. based in Texas he's, anyway. He's right? based in Texas, yeah. and I 
naturally he would go there, but Cheryl is, of course, working at the high school, mm-hmm. so they have to seek God's will. Uh, the fun of them being there is that, um, and this happens quite a bit, is particularly with Aiden and, the, and Peter and Shara, is that uh, we get to hear the God stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just, you know, Aiden this week just had some cool things happen, and he just, hey, I can't wait to share with you, and here's what happened, and you could see the rejoicing in his heart. That's and, so fun. Um, and we get to just be part of that, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. of all the things you'll probably miss the most, uh, of not having them there is yes. that, is that spontaneous sharing of the life of God. Right, know? right. Just yeah, just the incidental doing life together yeah. and hearing hearing the God stories and just being there in the moment. I yep. agree. We have said um, this. This has been you know it's been a year and a half actually that they have lived with us now or will be by the time they move out and um, it has been truly such a gift to all of us I believe so it's been it's been fun just to see how God has used that and blessed us on both sides of it you know do they um, uh, have they you know let's say uh, understood the whole story of moving them from uh, I think they were in um, they were in Delaware Delaware Mm-hmm. You know, and God moving them there and then getting this house. And, you know, are they are they realizing how beautiful God's will is for them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's been it's so undeniable. Like I said, we really need to have them on and have them just share um, every little step that has gone. It's been undeniable that he you know drew their hearts to be back up here. I mean, even think about, you know, Emily, a girl from Texas and her heart's desire to be in New Hampshire, where it is very cold and snowing currently. <laughs> you know, that in and of itself is a miracle. <laughs> you mean it gets cold there in New Hampshire? <laughs> but it has been fun um, just to, to have a front row seat to how he has orchestrated that. And then in their careers, what he has done in the last year and a half um, as he moved them up here, um, you know, there were promises that he had given Josh and Emily before they made the move. Um, that they had no idea how big those promises were, you know, and it's been really fun to watch that unfold. Um, Just seeing his favor on them both as they step out in faith. You know, a lot of what they did was really stepping out on faith, saying God is God has said. So we're saying, yes, we're putting our yes on the table and, and then just watching God pour out covenant blessing for sure. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, well, as we've uh, you know, we've been talking about the uh, the end times, and uh, we're, we'll get it deeper into Jesus's uh, instruction. Is um, uh, I'm not going to tell you when, but I am going to ask you to watch and be ready. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting thing, particularly what we know mm-hmm. is that uh, it's two thousand years of it hasn't happened yet, right? But keep watching. You know, mm-hmm. and, and he's actually talked to everybody for 2,000 years. I want you to keep watching, you know. And right. and so we're going to try to unpack that a little bit uh, today further about what does that mean and what's the implication of that and why would he say that, basically. Yeah. Uh, Can I just back up yeah. and before I, before I forget to say this, as you said that, um, I was just reminded because God has been speaking a lot to me about um, just the fact that his church, his bride right now is weary. Um, And I think about when you say 2000 years and I think about going back to the Israelites and how they waited so long for the Messiah. And I think the weariness also had them off their game. 
and paying attention and watching for it, right? Mm. And I think as we come into this time, we need to pay attention to that um, historically, how that is, and and really be on guard against the weariness of because weariness can keep us from from watching and being ready, right? We you get tired of watching it not happening. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. there, there is a level of that and tired of staying in the game and working for it. And the weariness comes, you come right back. I mean, there is just a clear antidote to weariness, which is the come to me, all who are weary and I will give you rest. You know, take my yoke upon you. Know, how does that go? Take my yoke upon me or my, you know, the, yeah, take my yoke oh, upon you. Thank you. Fix it for me. <laughs> uh, uh, take my yoke, t- take my yoke upon you. Um, and I will give you rest. For your soul, uh, there's a yeah, and, and, learn, so, and, and, and basically, by the way, in the in the instruction, this is Matthew eleven twenty eight twenty nine. Um, learn of me. Yes. Uh, take my yoke. In other words, start getting in sync with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, get in step with me, and yoke to me, not me to you. Uh, right. And quit trying to pull away. <laughs> right. Um, and then while you're doing that, I want you to learn. Right. And as you learn and get in step, you'll have rest at the very essence of your soul. And no matter right. what happens, you know that you're yoked to me and it's going to be good. Right. And that is the antidote for, for weariness, too. When yes. we are when we find ourselves weary and overwhelmed, we have stepped we're pushing against the yoke. We're not yoking to him and being fully dependent on him and learning from him. We are trying to go independent on our own. Yeah. And that is when that weariness sets in. And so I don't know, that just all struck me as you were saying, you know, 2000 years we've been watching and waiting and we're still in the watching and waiting. We cannot afford to grow weary in that. We need to be yoked to him, abiding in him, listening for his instruction, not being independent, but being fully dependent on him. Yeah. And that will keep us from being weary in the wait, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, and let's go ahead and talk uh, a little bit about that. Um, and you and you brought up, you know, kind of an interesting parallel uh, mm-hmm. to it, and that was that. Um, the Jews, Israeli Jews, they did have a concept of Messiah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, God returning um, and uh, living amongst them. And um, there were lots and lots of truth, scripture, mm-hmm. that was given about that right including uh interesting enough uh and this is in micah uh but there's you know there's there's like 50 or 60 or 70 prophecies about jesus specifically but he's going to come from bethlehem mm-hmm. yeah uh, very specific things he's going to be born they missed in, them yeah he's going to come in bethlehem um and in isaiah um in isaiah 9 Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I know that is because I remember <laughs> uh, at Christmas time, um, Linda had the, what's called the Jesse tree. Oh yes, you remember describing that? Yeah, I remember that. you talking about and, that? Yeah, you know, the history of um, the lineage of Christ and mm-hmm. the Messiah and all the verses about that. Right, right. Uh, but um, on the back of it, so she had this tree that had Velcro to it and there were 25 we started December 1st and there were 20 it's called Advent 
we had 25 uh, ornaments that described these different places. Right. When you flipped it over, which we did, Linda had uh, three verses hmm. on kind of nice, beautiful ornament type things. Right. And the kids, uh, we'd go through the story and then we'd flip it over. Mm-hmm. And we'd say, um, uh, "What what is a verse about Jesus?" You know, and mm-hmm. and they would memorize and then speak. Eventually, they really could say it without even looking at it. Right. But one of them was Isaiah nine six, mm-hmm. "Unto us the son is, a son is born." Right. Um, and it was Christ who is the Son, and upon His shoulders will be the government, and uh, mm-hmm. He's going to bring, you know, life. Uh, and so they understand that, and glory to God in the highest, you know, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. And so um, it says in Isaiah that a heel will be born, a son mm-hmm. will be born, and the truth of that, and then of course Isaiah 53 is that he's going to go to his death for the sake of taking on the penalty, you know, that we have. So those are all right. those are all given mm-hmm. uh, scriptures that were given. Okay, now when um, Christ came. Um, the shepherds received it. The you know mm-hmm. the, the heavenly host came and said, you know, glory to God in the highest praise. You know, praise. He was born in Bethlehem. <laughs> right. Um, interesting enough, uh, the wise men came and said, "This is this is him." Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, there's there's one that believed him, and that was Herod. Right. And Herod said, "Oh." Um, he's a king. I <laughs> That's gotta, a threat to me. I got to yeah. get rid of us, you know. So he kills the, the babies, and he has, they have to flee. Uh, but think about this, and this is this is. I think this is so beautiful that you brought this up because it's such a great parallel. Um, the scriptures spoke of it. They mm-hmm. realized and, and expected a Messiah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Messiah. It actually happened. Right. Okay. But they were weary, and part of that weariness led him, led basically most of the Jews to do what with it? To miss it. <laughs> okay, okay, they missed it. Why? Why would? Why did they miss it? They were expecting something different. They had put on, they they had put on the prophecies their own expectations and desires rather than taking them at their word too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, um, and this is this is what we're trying to help everybody with, is that <clears throat> because it didn't happen, and they got kind of weary with it, mm-hmm. um, and weariness brings a laziness to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why even care about it? Right. It's clearly uh, not happening in my lifetime. Yeah. You just kind of keep, you know, you so, know so, bumping so, it down so, the road. So what? Um, and what happens is that because they got weary and they didn't keep uh, processing the truth mm-hmm. in preparation for it, right? by the time it happened, they had already rejected mm-hmm. the truth of that and, and actually uh, came against Jesus. Mm-hmm. And said, "Well, you don't fulfill what we know, what we think we know, right? And we've set up our own system. Interesting enough, that is false. Mm-hmm. And they didn't receive the truth because they didn't have a heart to receive the truth because they never focused on the truth. They focused more on their system, 
mm-hmm. of what they had developed, and they wanted to maintain their system overlooking at truth right. when the Messiah really came. Uh, okay, now, uh, th- and this is kind of cool. So go to uh, Luke chapter 2. Um, and, of course, Luke cha- chapter 2 is, uh, you know, the, the, the birth, uh, the, an- the shepherds, the angels, uh, you know, experiencing this amazing things. Um, and, and just look in verse uh, 20. Uh, just read verse 20 of Luke 2, and then we'll go to another verse there. But what, what, when they yep. saw this, what did, what did the shepherds do? said, then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. And they get, they, hey, the Messiah's here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they um, go tell everybody. <laughs> uh, and they knew it, you know, like, hey, we, mm-hmm. we, we received it um, and we got to experience it. And it's Bethlehem and all this is true. Uh, okay, now go down to verse 25 mm-hmm. um, and read through... Um, uh, 35, 25 to 35, sure. and this is uh, about Simeon, mm-hmm. and purposely God shares this story. This is kind of cool. Sure. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took up in his he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, "Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all the peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and glory to your the glory of your people Israel." And Joseph and his mother marvelled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Okay. So um, to Simeon, mm-hmm. um, what what happened to him and how did he receive uh, the whole process. What 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 happened to him, and how did he receive it? Yet the Holy Spirit prompted his heart <laughs> and said, "This is it. Pay attention. This yeah. is it. Yeah. You know, uh, and this because, is who I've told you, and and it had told them you would not pass until you see him. Also, yeah. Um, and when it was told him, see what did he know? Um, well, um, he's a student." He didn't get weary. Mm, right. Uh, okay, now. He stayed in the process, right? He, st- he stayed. Why? How come? Now, he was just like everybody else. It wasn't, uh, what wasn't happening, wasn't happening. Uh, doesn't matter. Is it going to happen? But he stayed with the truth of Scripture so that mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit spoke to him, right. what did, how did he receive it? Willingly. He, Willingly. He was right there. Yeah. Well, then you said. His heart was ready. Um, you didn't tell us when, but I was a I was looking for it and I was understanding mm-hmm. the truth of it because I've been in the word about it. And now you tell me I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. And then, by the way, 
hey, son, here it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only did he understand that he received it, but um, uh, he uh, he says, you know, now uh, uh, he says, you, you know, you're going to let me depart. Depart meaning, hey, you can take me home mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in Shalom, according to your word uh, in verse mm-hmm. 29. My eyes have seen your salvation in the Messiah, and he's a light that's going to bring, and this is this is cool. Uh, remember, because in in the Jewish mind, it was it was Jew, a Messiah for them, right? They, yeah, they, right they, they here. Didn't, they didn't really think about or that this mm-hmm. would ever have impact for the Gentiles because the Gentiles never believed what we believed anyway, right? But he says, "Hey, a light is going to be brought to the Gentiles, mm-hmm. uh, and the glory of your people, uh, Israel." Um, uh, and then he says. Um, uh, to Mary, he says in verse 34, the child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel for a sign which will be spoken against uh, and a, a sword will pierce through your own soul when you see his death that the thoughts of hearts of many may be revealed. So basically he just said, I, I receive this. Mm-hmm. I get to experience it. Um, it happened. Mm-hmm. And by the way, um, it's going to have implication because many in Israel, some are going to receive it and a lot of people are going to reject it. Right. And he lays it right out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Well, because the people that think about the people that reject it, on what basis would they reject it? On their own self, their own knowledge, not going to God and letting the Holy Spirit reveal to them. Yeah, because it doesn't fit what I've been taught. Mm-hmm. And I'm staying with what I'm taught. I'm not willing to pursue, is this really true? Mm-hmm. Um, or is this the time? Or is this what it's going to be? And um, he basically said it's about your heart toward the truth of both being prepared for it. In mm-hmm. other words, not being weary because I don't spend any time on it. Uh, and, and if I don't spend any time on it, the flesh will take me to what other people say about it. Right. And I more accept what they say than pursuing truth, mm-hmm. really. And, and therefore, I can miss this mm-hmm. that is ready to come because I didn't pay attention to it. Because, and, and you basically said, we tend to get a little bit weary if it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we get lazy. Right, uh, right. And why, why bother with it? You know, uh, but with, with Simeon, and of course then uh, Jesus you know, said many times to the Pharisees, um, I know you're against me. You mm-hmm. reject that I'm the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you would have had a heart to pursue truth, mm-hmm. you could receive that I'm the Messiah. Um, and, a, and a great example he has is with Peter, and his disciples, and this is uh, out of Matthew uh, chapter 16. Hey, who do people say that I am? Mm-hmm. Eh, you're John the Baptist, you're Jeremiah, you're Elijah. Right. Uh, but who do you well, say Well, who do you I say am? that I am? <laughs> and Peter says, you're the son of the living God, the Messiah, the Christ. Mm-hmm. He said, well, this has been revealed to you by my Father in heaven. And upon mm-hmm. this revelation, your ability to hear revelation Mm-hmm. And, and live in the faith and the power of God's word, I'm going to build my church because it's going to be about the power 
of God speaking, not you. Mm-hmm. Um, and upon that, I'll build my church. He said, hey, by the way, um, yes, you rightly understand the Messiah. Now, he says, I know that your view of Messiah is actually me at the second coming mm-hmm. when we're going to rule. That's true as well, but there's time in between. Mm. Um, yeah. And uh, the focus is on the life of me inviting people to live out the life individually, right. not me ruling as a government and we take over the earth. Mm-hmm. He said that'll happen at the end. He said, so both things are true of the Messiah, by the way. Right. He said, you've just gone to the second piece of it and said, that's it. Now nah, there's, an, there's another piece and to it. And skipped a whole another part. Yeah. yeah. And he said, so by the way, uh, and he tells him this right away. This is in John 16. Um, I'm going to be uh, uh, suffer. I'm going to be beaten. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be arrested. I'm going to go to my death. And then I'll be, re- I'll be resurrected be uh, resurrected mm-hmm. um, and he says I, I need you to understand that so that you get a, a, a complete picture of the Messiah because you all have skipped Isaiah 53 mm. which describes it all by the way right? And by, the, right. and by the way the Old Testament tells lots and lots and lots about righteousness and acceptance and the Holy Spirit and all that's going to happen so you need to understand, don't miss that piece of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Peter, what does Peter say? He says in I, John 16, he says, I'll never let that happen to you. Right, right. Um, I am not going to let that happen to you. Um, and uh, Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, you just went from being the most holy person there is to receive the truth <laughs> of the Messiah to Satan because you don't have the things of, of God in mind. You have the things of mm-hmm. men. And there's the, there's the demarcation uh, is that um, the difference mm-hmm. is do you have a heart to follow me and receive truth right. from me? Or are you going to predetermine what you think is right and and he and basically he says there's going to be a lot of people including the most religious people at the moment are going to stay with their own system Mm. they're not going to be open to what i do despite the evidence to the contrary right so like for example uh jesus um uh you know heal people Mm -hmm. by the way healed them on the sabbath right so how'd the Pharisee react? Which upset several people. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not according to the law, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be doing that. And Jesus, Jesus says, um, well, let's see now. Um, if um, uh, you uh, have a sheep that falls into a hole mm-hmm. on the Sabbath, what are you going to do? Yeah, we're going to go get him. You're going to get him out. So yeah. you're going to violate your own law. Why? Well, because we need to save him. Right. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, He said, so if somebody has trouble today on the Sabbath and I can heal them, why would I not want to do that? It should be normal Mm -hmm. to do that, uh, right? And don't you want to look past your law to the truth and the evidence of me healing people supernaturally, Mm -hmm. which is what I'm trying to demonstrate is the life I have available for you if you have a heart to go. Um, And they rejected it. And he says, 
you're bypassing the truth and the evidence of the truth to maintain your own system. Mm-hmm. So um, as we talk about the end, uh, and, we'll, and we'll talk you know, further again as we go into the scripture where Jesus says, um, I'm not going to tell you the time, but I want you to watch. Mm-hmm. And the watching is, in a sense, what you're saying is don't get tired of it. Right. Don't get lazy with it. Is keep going to the truth of it and pursue the truth of it. And don't let out of laziness and weariness other people determine how you view this. Mm-hmm. And then you get stuck into the system of it as opposed to the truth of it. Right. Uh, and what we're trying to say here, particularly as we get into the ra- more discussion of the rapture, is is we would just urge everybody to uh, don't get weary, mm-hmm. don't get lazy, and don't therefore depend on what other people have said is the system. Mm-hmm. And be willing to go deeper into the truth of it, and then ultimately let the Holy Spirit, like He did with Simeon, yes. Hey, by exactly. the way, I'm I'm telling you, you are going to experience this mm-hmm. and get ready for it. And by the way, here it is. Right. Um, and by right. the way, I'm going to tell you something else. It's going to go to the Gentiles, which is kind of a cool revelation. And two is that it's going to be a dividing point of people that think they know but they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so tell him that, you know, and so he got to experience all that and be a prophet of all that because he received and he wasn't weary of it. He was always observing, looking, hey, is this the time? Is this the time? And all of a sudden it was. Mm-hmm. And so as we're urging people is uh, stay alert. Don't get weary. Uh, and I love I love that you brought this up. And just like it happened with Jesus, it's going to happen. Jesus is going to return. Mm-hmm. We can trust it and stay with it and let the Holy Spirit teach us because we're going to talk more about, well, what are we supposed to watch for? Right. Um, and why? And we'll, and we'll process that further. But, uh, you know, we're, we're out of time right now, but we'll, uh, we'll keep going with it. And thank you for bringing that up. Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's a beautiful parallel mm-hmm. uh, that God is saying, you know, as a Messiah, I did come. I'm coming again. Mm-hmm. As I came before, it happened. Right. I'm coming again. It's going to happen. Don't miss it. <laughs> don't miss it and don't get weary of it. And let mm-hmm. the truth become known to you as opposed to what other people say is a yes, system. Yes, I agree. And I accept it because I'm just lazy about it. So, Father, we thank you for this uh, great reminder and even the great story with Simeon that uh, you revealed to him that this is it. Uh, and uh, I pray that we would all have a heart to go and not get tired of this. Uh, and not get lazy with it, not to not to be uh, letting it dominate us to the point of we stop living, but rather we understand it and have a heart to pursue it in a, in a healthy way. And we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Rich. And thank you for joining us. If you have questions, send them in to us at questions at abideministries.com. And we would love to talk about them. Have a great weekend. All right. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.